I want to take a minute and talk about Shop Boss. It's the ultimate solution for automotive shop management. It's built by industry experts with real-world experience. In fact, the founder was a former shop owner himself. Now, Shop Boss is designed to be user-friendly, making it easy to set up, learn, and teach your team with Boss Pay, powered by 360 Payments. Enjoy integrated payments with digital signature capture, text-to-text pay, PayPal, and Venmo options, consumer financing, and now surcharging, all seamlessly integrated into Shop Boss. Say goodbye to the hassle of managing separate sets of books. Everything you need is built right in. But that's not all. ShopBoss also offers built-in DVI functionality, eliminating the need for third-party solutions. See how they can simplify your auto shop at shopboss.net forward slash gearbox. Shopboss.net forward slash gearbox. That's shopboss.net forward slash gearbox. My name is Jimmy Purdy, shop owner, master tech, transmission builder, and the host of the Gearbox Podcast. Here I talk with new and seasoned shop owners as well as industry professionals about day-to-day operations within their own shops and all the failures and successes that come along the way. From what grinds your gears to having to shift gears in the automotive industry, this is the Gearbox Podcast. (laughs) So it's good to have you back. Well, thank you. It's back, back into the Gearbox podcast. Uh, missed it. Where you been? Just been around, busy. Okay. Busy at work. That's good. I thought you've been here. I've been here. You just never noticed me. Yeah, I guess not. Been too busy for me. I am? I don't feel like I am. I don't know. I guess that translates well into what uh, what we got to talk about, huh? Which is? Being busy. Oh, yeah. And needing help. Right? How do you find help? How do you find good help? That's what the people want to know. That's a good question. That is the question. I I think, um, I got to say it hasn't been difficult for me. It has not been difficult. It has not been difficult to me. Wow, okay. I mean. You got people just flocking to you? I think they just, the right people just happen to, Fall right on my lap. Oh, I like that though. That's weird. No, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> just, Why do you right, say right, something like that? <laughs> right place, right time. This is I don't a, know. This is a family podcast. That's <laughs> <laughs> what are you uh, talking about? <laughs> no, it just well, lo- well, lucky you because the rest of us are out here struggling. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know is if it I'm, your ethnic background. Uh, Maybe. I guess you know, it could that, that could be part of it. Yeah, I, I gotta say, that, okay. I mean, everybody. I mean, uh, but real, but real talk. How do you? How do you? So you're busy and you need help. I mean, I, I gotta go on Indeed. I gotta. I spend a thousand dollars a month. I gotta repost every freaking eight and a half seconds to make sure my listing stays on the top of the page. Um, I don't know. I mean, just constantly putting it out there. Facebook. Uh, I, I don't think I do Craigslist anymore, but you know, just ads everywhere and anywhere. But it, you, you've just hired someone new, right? Yeah, I got a couple guys. But I mean, how'd you? I mean, where did they come from? I mean, it's somebody that knew somebody that knows somebody that. Was what are you talking someone. about? I mean, what? it's just it's, it's just it's one of it's one of those. Oh, excuse me. Let me turn off my phone. How rude of me. Oh, that was. 
That was no, no, no. Why don't you answer? No, put them no, on. No, that's okay. Answer the phone. Let's, let's <laughs> no. hear what they. Who is it? Who is that? Is it the wife? Let's see what, let's no, see what she wants to say. That's not the wife. Are we it's, having enchiladas for dinner? It's my. Uh, it's one of my employees. Yeah, that happens. Look at that. See, speak yeah. of the yeah. devil as we're talking about. <laughs> see how that works? No, but it it, it was um, you know it. The good thing when I needed somebody. It was already in the work. So I'm, what I what I always do is I always kind of, even though I don't need somebody at that moment, I kind of start preparing myself as like okay, start keeping. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's pretty common I practice, mean, though. I mean, that's all. That's that's pretty much all I do. I I don't do what you do. I don't I don't post stuff on Indeed or Facebook or I don't advertise none of that. It's just so you have people, not people. You have qualified technicians walking into your shop saying can i please work for you they don't come like that but i mean like this last guy this last guy i hired i mean um not the last guy the first guy i hired uh just recently um he just happened to come at the right time because this guy used to work at ford for 24 years or so so uh, he just got to the point where he just got tired of, you know, the, I guess you could say the politics. They're the dealership. Yeah, and the dealerships. Yeah, the dealerships. It's a whole different ball game there, but he just got tired of all that um, and was thinking of trying something different. And at that time, I mean, I wasn't looking for anybody, but I would just kind of just here and there just talking to him, kind of getting an idea how he feels and fill him out pretty much and you know so how's that how's that process work for you when you're like looking at hiring somebody how does it look like yeah like what do you like what do you how do you how are you how are you vetting them see the is it like do you like you know do you like pina coladas no no getting no, caught no, in the rain like no, what no, I mean, what, what, what kind of questions i just, I just simply <laughs> i mean i just simply ask them if you if they like long walks on the beach that's it, huh? That's it. I was like, well, you mean you? Well, I think we're going to fit perfect <laughs> together because I do too. So, <laughs> no, it just, uh, you know, this, this, this. that's the hardest part is like, how do, how do you, how do you qualify a candidate? You know, if, if uh, see, especially if you're new and you're like starting out, like you just want a warm body and you just think that, I don't know, for me, it was like, I mean, if you're in this field, you can pretty much do anything kind of, right? Uh, in a sense, and then uh, some people will overqualify themselves and tell you they can do things that they cannot. Uh, and then you got the ones that underrate themselves, where they can do a lot more than they say they can. So it's like, how do you? What? What even kind of questions do you start asking? Yeah, well, that's the thing. And it's like, do you even care about that, or you just yeah. want to like? Hey, I mean, for you, do you just want to like hang out with somebody that that's uh, that's attractive to you that you can, you know, grab ass with or whatever? I don't know. Uh, see the. <laughs> The like what's what's the most important thing for I you? Don't, you know? I don't. That's the thing. I don't think I have. When I'm looking for somebody, um, so far, I mean, I, in the six seven years that I have to that I had to be hiring people, I so far it's been what twice so far that I've had to find somebody for help, and I don't go through the same process as say you would in the hiring process of interviewing, questioning, and all that. I think for me so far has been people that I knew. So I already kind of know a little bit of the background, their um, uh, work ethic, um, pretty much everything I need to know. 
Um, and the fact that this guy, this last guy that I that I got, I mean, he would um, come into the shop every so often and kind of help or help my other employee with his projects and stuff like that. So I kind of saw kind of a little bit of his work ethic there and what he could do, what he's capable of doing, what not, and so on and forth. So I got an idea there and I got a buy from him. So when the time came where he was looking for something or a place, then I felt comfortable enough to offer him. So you had like a pre-vetting. Like you pretty, yeah, pretty, pre-vetting yeah, pre- yeah, pretty much. And so, and the fact that, like I said, the fact that I, I knew him already, so it's not just like I'm hiring somebody uh, I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes that could be worse. Yeah, something. Well, yeah, you're right. Sometimes it could be worse. You know, it's like even harder to, you know. You know, you're right. Sever yeah. that relationship. You're absolutely right. It's like especially family. You like hire your oh, brother fam- or something like oh, that. Oh, family is the worst. <laughs> family is the worst. I've been through that already. It's just bittersweet. But, they, but that could it's be bittersweet. a really. It could be like a really good technician, but you you're just right. don't get along. Right. Or you guys could get along really great, but they're just not a great technician. All right. But I mean, what's so. That's pretty much how it's worked for me so far, and it seems I've been working. This last guy, this young kid that I got, he just happened to be like a – he just happened to show up one day and just – kind of like a stray kitty just showed up and made his home right there, and I just let him hang out. and um, that's very odd for me to wrap my hand around. I just no, can't. I just, it, can't, I just it, don't. No, I don't it, it was. It, at all. No, it was. It was one of the weirdest things because, like I said, I wasn't looking for no, anybody. No, it, it seems very normal to you. It seems like that was like <laughs> well, that mean, was a normal situation. Like, weird, oh, look, I found another employee. Like, yeah, the what do you weirdest, mean you found another employee? Like the weirdest. And it's not just an employee, but you found another technician, yeah. and it's like an and an auto technician with like a decade of experience. He's just like just wandering down the street and. The wind blew him in. You and know you're what? Like, oh, you know what? Here, put your toolbox here, and uh, coffee's out back, and uh, we have you know tacos every Friday or like Wednesday, Wednesday, whatever. Wednesday, so we went to no, but it's just the weirdest. Thing. The weirdest things happen there. I don't know what, but this this kid, he's he's still young. He's nineteen. He doesn't know better. But this kid just started. He was actually he worked for um, the, one of the auto parts stores, and he was just mentioning that he wasn't getting enough hours and there anymore and they were cutting back more and more and he loved doing turning wrenches you know just on his own car and he you know knew a little bit of the, just the basic oil change and stuff like that and i was like all right cool so here's an interesting thing so now he's 19 he has zero automotive experience so how how are you managing him well see i first first i took him on as just a just like a cleanup grunt you know just yeah but aren't you afraid like if if he's like we need more auto techs and if you bring this kid on with no experience and you force him to sweep floors and take the trash out aren't you afraid he's gonna like well why do i don't want to work at a shop all i do is i'm I'm just a janitor well and that's the thing though you know so it's like no that's the thing he slowly started to transition into so you you're starting to feed him. Oh away. yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, okay. I, I, that's not the only thing I'm having. I, how do you, how do you monitor it though? Well, I mean, just I I either keep an eye on it myself, depending on what job he's doing, or one of the guys kind of shadow him as he's doing a job, and the guys there are pretty good about kind of taking him under his wing and teaching him, you know, certain ethic. Uh, I mean, just making sure it's yeah. done right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, so far, and he, he's been, 
I mean, as far as just doing the basic stuff like oil changes, brake jobs and stuff like that, he's pretty much already got that down. Um, he still, you know, of course, he still needs some, some finessing, but for the most part, the, you know, just the basic oil changes, brakes, he, no problem at all. And he starts start venturing into other jobs like well, which which we do get you know keep a good eye on him when he does certain stuff like like the other day he just surprised me i mean he just knocked out a like a rack and pinion on alexis which was like to him was just a big humongous job to do and and, and it was but uh, with you know with the help of the guys kind of guiding them and him doing it i mean he, he got it done and so he's he's one of those guys that he's, how, how how does the how does the future of that look? I mean, you have your your other techs that are paid productivity, yeah, and you know, and so yeah, it's fun. It's it's all fun. It's always nice bring someone new in and teach them. But like, how does that process work in like six months when obviously he's not he's you're you're not going to learn. I mean, you're not going to know that. Like, you're going to figure it out. And you're going to get help, but you're not going to be. A veteran in six months. No. You're you're still gonna need no. a lot of help. Every single job that comes in the door yeah. is a brand new job to him where you guys could be like knocking that, that work out quickly. So it's like how does that how does that look like in six months? Like are they gonna get like a paid incentive to help them? Is it No, I, I yeah, and that's that's the other thing I you know, I've talked to my guys about that too. I mean I try I try not to just Put him on them at yeah. all times. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, because I, I get it. I mean, that's going to just take away from their productivity. But but also they're they're excited to help, so they're going to be jumping on that opportunity to help him. Yeah, to like teach him. But they're going to burn out on that pretty quick. No, no, and, and <laughs> like we like we all do. You know, like no, you yeah. want to help to a certain extent, but then it starts cutting in your own paycheck, and you're like, oh, no, I can't, yeah. I can't keep up with it. No, and he's going to be. Dependent on these people helping him, and then they're going to cut that tap off. They're going to shut the, you know, the tap off, and then and then it was a new, so I, I don't know. I just no. I see the internship and the apprenticeships, and like bringing in someone new. But I just see these these problems like down the road where that happens, and then it breeds a bad culture, you know. And it's all yeah. because of money, really. I mean, but someone gets used to this help. And then the help gets turned off, be- yeah. and it's just like that. You know how the guys are. You know how the techs, you know, no, I, all of a sudden it's like, okay, I'm done. Like, <laughs> no, no, And no, we're no. all the same when it comes to the automotive industry. Not and, saying it's a bad thing. Like, we just, we just, we get to a point, and then we're done. Like, there, there's no more. Like, I need to get caught up with my my stuff, yeah. and then I can help you. And yeah. then, um, no, I, so it's just I, interesting to do that without, like, a certain design plan together. No, and I already went through that with uh, one of the guys already before, so... I kind of learned my lesson there. Yeah, I could see where, that. Yeah, where, it, you know, it did. It wasn't turning out great. I mean, exactly what you just talked about. It, it you know, he started get, got to the point where it's like, you know, I got to finish my stuff too. So yeah. I can't even have to hold off or whatever. And so, yeah, they, they, it brought some tension into the shop when that started happening. So at that point, I kind of just cut that off real quick. But with this, we, you know, with this kid, I, I, I try to – put it upon myself to keep an eye on them that way they're not fully relying on he's not fully relying on them to help out but you know when when one of the guys happen to be right next to each other or a stall or something and you just got to pop over and look whatever they do that but um but for the most part i try to keep him on pretty 
maintenance stuff, just oil changes, brakes, stuff that needs he's pretty comfortable with now that he's not going to need any help. Once in a while, yeah, kind of throw him a bone there and something a little more challenging so he can start, you know, getting a little bit more experience and stuff like that. And, yeah, I mean, that's when one of us will kind of jump in and just kind of shadow him, but it ain't it ain't that often. I just – that's strictly what I hired him for at the beginning was just for that, just to – he's a guy, kid to clean up, you know, do – So just flat hourly, you're not worried about Yeah, I'm flat hourly. I mean, yeah. I, that way there's – you know, once he gets he, – and he is going to get to the point where he's going to be well enough experienced to where, you know – when the time comes, I mean, you know, bump him to flag time or something when I start seeing him, he's actually could hang, but that's going to be way down the road. He's yeah. Still, he's still got some time. Yeah. Like, like no, no training programs or anything. You're just no, straight, no, you're straight well, just like roll, throw him to the wolves and pretty, yeah, see, pretty much see what you can do. That's pretty much how it is. That's how, you know, they taught me how to swim. You just throw me in the yeah. water. There yeah. you go. And I guess. It works for me. Why can't I mean, it work for anybody? We all weren't raised in 1970, <laughs> but... No, but you know, I I I've, I've had my conversations with them as far as you know, you know, this doesn't stop here, you know. You know, we have training, we do that that goes for all of us. But we got training, we do, we do, you know, evening classes or you know, and I'm I'm a big I'm a big believer in that of you know, training, so education, yeah. Education, so you know, when those trainings come up, I try to sign up and sign up the guys for them too. And that way. Yeah. It's just such a slow, long process when it you're is. dealing with someone, you know. It is. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm preparing myself for that long road. I mean, if he's still, and that's clearly what I talked to him about too, is like, hey, if you see yourself doing this for the long, long haul, then we could work together on this. You know, there's, you know, training, there's, all these resources at your disposal that you could use, yeah. Um, but I don't, you know, I don't know if I was too too um, straightforward when I told him. But it's like, I just don't want to waste my time if you're just doing it as just a something temporarily where you're, you know, you just want to, you were looking for a job. But you know, when before I hired him, I kind of saw it in him that he really liked working on cars yeah so i was like all right you're still young kind of reminded me a little bit of me when i was 19 i just started, got started okay i saw the fire in his eye yeah, and i was I think, like you know what i think you're trying to project no. a little bit but we'll see we'll see how <laughs> hey, it man. Goes. we'll see how it goes i guess so i, I like, think it's the biggest mistake you make is projecting <laughs> no but nobody's no no that's not what's going on it, he's got I, his I, own I, motivations he's, you got, know. he's got his own motivations and who knows what it is yeah, but but to move away from from the youngins when you when you're talking about hiring a seasoned seasoned okay professional technician that's a different vetting process no it is so they're not going to want we'll be paying this kid 20 bucks an hour 25 bucks an hour whatever you know and you're going to hire someone that's seasoned and you're looking at spending 80 to 100,000 dollars a year to hire on an A-level tech and you have them obviously just falling out of the trees into your lap. Is that what you said? In your lap, right? Well, so I don't know how that's I don't know how that's happening for you. <laughs> I but got a tree. I got a tree the, that I shake. For, the, and I for just... the rest of us that have to like <laughs> spend a ton of money to even get them into the door, to then spend a bunch of money to keep them in the door, which I don't have a problem with. I I enjoy I enjoy someone that's very very talented and educated. And I, I I enjoy paying them for that because I think they should be paid for that, right? So All that's right. not what I mean. But 
the amount of money and time it takes to get them in and then keep them in, put the golden handcuffs on them, all that stuff, right? You can't just do that with anybody. And so I think for me, my hiring process is very, it's not the greatest. I mean, it's basically like what you're saying. It's not bad. Let's, let's, get, let's give it 90 days and see what happens. I mean, yeah. that's kind of how I feel. And, uh, but that can be very difficult. I've hired a lot of people. It's like they said they do something, they can't. And then you're having this conversation after conversation. It's like, hey, so I know we're having like a difference of opinion here, but uh, well, when you signed the employee contract, you said you'd be here at eight and you're, and you're not here at eight. <laughs> it, all, it also uh-huh. says like, you got to give me like 24 hours notice if, if you're not going to show up, you know, like if you're not feeling good the night before, let me know and and been three or four days so far in the past month that uh, you haven't shown up and haven't called till middle of the, that day. Um, so I guess we have a difference of opinion. <laughs> I don't know what else is like. It's like, oh, and it's like at the end of the day, like I just can't keep doing this. And you keep trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. Cause like you said, it's like, oh, I, I kind of see myself in there. I see a little bit of a reflection. I see a little Jimmy in there, but it's not, <laughs> it's not at all, you know? And they say, oh, they're all right things. And they're saying this and that. And it's like, oh, that all sounds good. But the end of the day it's like they are very good at manipulating the situation mm-hmm. you know like they've done this their whole life and that's why they say all the right things to you and they got all these excuses but then you have like an actual person with an actual excuse and you have this like this ptsd right you're like here we go again like a bunch of excuses again but it ends up being like real and you're yeah, like it's, it's like it's like the hardest part like you're trying to like it's just it just sounds like a relationship oh my know? god you, it's like, you want it to be a, black or white and yeah. it's like all this gray in the middle and you're like so you just try to like keep everything with a grain of salt right is what they say but it's like the ptsd is real man well, that's I the just, thing no like, yeah it's, it's, like, it's like being in a relationship and then after being in this relationship, toxic relationship for a long time they mess they, it messes you up messes so now your head up, the huh? right person comes along you don't know how to trust them you know he's like yeah trust them huh? hey trust issues is like uh, i've been hurt before I've so been, i don't i don't want to i don't want to open up uh, I don't, it's like <laughs> yeah, you, wait, you wait a long time before you start making mixed cds again you know yeah like a lot of my heart and soul in the cds i'm not oh just gonna God. make them for anybody nah, you're, not, you're taking me back to memory lane man mix a tracks i guess mix nah come on now really a cassettes i'm sorry <laughs> Uh, dude. The cassettes, I'm the sorry. Cassettes. The old CD-ROMs, oh, you know? Oh, my gosh. Those were the days, huh? With but, handwritten notes on them. Uh, yeah, oh, my God. And but, for you, it was like summer of 72 or whatever. Uh, nah, come on now. 90s. <laughs> 90 baby. <laughs> no, but it's 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 tough, you know? when they Yeah, like you're saying, when they keep on promising you things and they don't come through. You know, and, and and then you try to change someone, right? It's like the, the biggest mistake you can make. Yep. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the one to change somebody, but then no. it does happen. Sometimes you do have a disagreement with between the owner and the technician or service rider, and or even between the service rider and, t- and the technician. Maybe there's some of those going on where at the dealerships, the technician's just not pulling his weight for the service rider or advisor. Sorry, service advisor. Service, service service advisor not not writer um anyway so the so you got the tech and the and the and the sa battling it out and and it's this toxic relationship where it's like i'm not sending him any work because every time i do he doesn't diagnose it correctly and then i gotta talk to the customer and he just doesn't understand and meanwhile the tech's got the animosity like oh they just give me this 
bullshit work all the time. They never send me any gravy. So it's like this toxic relationship. And you would say people never change and that's never going to work. But then they sit down and talk and all of a sudden they become a great team. And it's the same thing with owner and technician, owner and SA. It's like the same things happen. But you think you can fix anybody and it's like you can't, right? Like, but I'm sure you got guys now that you've had your disagreements with and you're like getting ready. I'm, I'm ready to pull the plug. Like it's time for this guy to go. Like oh, I, I can't keep doing this every year. And then all of a sudden it just takes that one, that one conversation and all of a sudden like, that's it. That's all you wanted to hear. Like no, that's, all, that's this whole time. No, that's Damn that's, man. Why don't you just say something? That's every year, man. That's, that's, that's a conversation I have every single year with one of my guys. It's just, I keep them mad. Same thing. I keep telling myself. And that's the thing. That's my 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 season tech, you know that. You know we and that. And you're right when you're when you're saying you know when you hired when you hire uh, people that you know or really close to. I mean, it makes it difficult at the end to kind of cut ties because it's like man, we go way back, you know, back to middle school stuff like that, and you know, but. You got to not, I mean, you got to put that in the back of your mind though. Yeah. I mean, take the emotions out of it and just say, this is just business. And That's, I mean, I got it's, the, it's hard. It's hard, but I got to the point already where I I got there already. I, ha- I had to because. Well, you have to, you know, a choice. Because I mean, it's, it wasn't, it wasn't going anywhere. I mean, it just, yeah, every, you know, at least once a year and I don't know what causes it, but you know, you get in one, to, one of those moods where just. Just burn out? Burn out kind of thing. And, you know, just so, you know, it goes for about a week or so. And finally, you know, just, you know, you need a vacation, take a vacation. And he goes off and does that and comes back like a new person. Everything, like nothing happened. I was like, whoa. Or sometimes having that conversation, like you said, sometimes it was just just the matter of having that conversation. What's going on? This and that. Yeah. You know, and a lot of it is just petty stuff you know i was like really that's it huh? all that for this really i mean it's amazing isn't it and no matter no matter how much nobody nobody tells you that stuff when you start off no no (laughs) and that's and that's the thing as it is for me for me it's it's always been hard having having you know communication or 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 certain conversation just because it's just well yeah i'm sure you never had it you you just picked up on the cues and made sure you continue doing what you needed to do yeah to make it right, right you know and i don't think that's something that a lot of people have you know i think a lot need to be sat down and like hey let's just talk for a few minutes even though they say they don't like i don't need that like yeah yeah but and you do i mean i do i appreciate it now you know i never did it before yeah it brought a lot of animosity yeah i was a very angry person for a long time and you I mean, a little no, bit. Oh, man. I mean, it was, inter- like, it was like internalized, you know? You're like the sweetest person. I mean, you're sweeter than tea. What kind of tea, though? Uh, I like raspberry. Raspberry, raspberry tea. tea. <laughs> raspberry tea. I like peach tea. It's but like, come on, sweet man. Sweet peach tea, you know? <laughs> it just, I think, it, I think it's just the No, but look. it does, though. The, like, look, <laughs> the look that you have. It's just, I, that's, I always told you that. That look that you have is like, oh, crap. Oh, I don't like, want to oh, talk to him. And it's like. Yeah, see, it's like deep. It's like deep tea because I never let it come out. It's like, just bury it down. Yeah. A lot of animosity, frustration, yeah. but deal with it. And then it just burns in the back of your retinas. And then when you look at me, you can just see it back there. Well, that's that, like the look you're giving me right now. Is that that look. I mean, it's like <laughs> if that look, your looks can't kill. I and mean, that's, that's what it comes from, dude. 
And with that beard going on, dude, you're like you're like a serial killer. <laughs> of course, they're gonna be all. Grand. I mean, this is the white thing. This is just what we. I mean, <laughs> this but, is what we do. You know, I'll start losing my hair pretty soon too. You know. Oh man! Once you go bald, that's it. That's it. All. That's a game over, man. It's a game changer. <laughs> but it's true, though. I mean, to try to like keep everyone a good culture and have like meetings and talkings and the one thing we. We do is like you know the the company meeting. We'll do like the weekly sit downs, right? And I've talked about that a lot. And I think you were doing it for a little while. I think it's important. I think it's really important for everyone to sit down at the shop once a week, and even if nothing gets said, just to like sit down and just like like I'm we're a, all people and we're all right. just talking here. And it's not just always like go 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 go. It's like just a little bit of like sit down yeah. and like we're all together. We can like just have a little discussion and then like, oh yeah, you know what? I had this problem with this truck and. You know, I didn't get to say because everyone was busy, but I did this and that and the other, and just just like just like a venting session, if if not anything else. You know, even but, though when you say it that way, nobody wants yeah. to do it. You're like, I don't need a powwow. Like, well, it's just it's just, but, it's just like it's just like therapy. You know, a lot of people's like, I don't need that. It's just you know, I don't want to go go to the whatever like the AA meetings or whatever. You yeah. know, it's like it's like I don't want to talk about my feelings or talk about what. I mean, they're just not talkers, but. You know, I, once you do it, it's like it's you know, not that bad. You no, know, once you do it, yeah. Once you do it, it's not that bad. Yeah. And I, I, I like our meetings. I mean, they now they just kind of turn into luncheons. Yeah. You yeah. know, but every so often, you know, we you know we do bring up a topic or something that happened or occurred or something. And that's what's important about it, because right. that would never happen without the organic nature of the meeting. And right. you just need to do like, I think some I've, I've talked to a few other guys, you know. And they say the same thing, like, oh, well, nothing really gets discussed, so right. we stopped doing it because we yeah. weren't going anywhere with it. It's like, you were, though. Like, like it, that's not the point. Like, right. you have to conti- keep doing it and turn it into a cycle, and then it becomes organic to start, like, communicating, you know? Yeah. Because otherwise, it's like going to therapy the first time. Like, you're not going to, like, walk into the therapy and, like, start talking to this random person about right. all your intimate... Like, it takes, like, 15 freaking meetings yeah. before you're like, okay, now... I understand you're a person, you understand I'm a person, like, and then you can actually talk. Like, that's the point of it, you know? Like, and so I was getting to put, so we do the company meetings, but we now want to do like one-on-one now that we have three techs here. I think it was kind of important to like sit them individually, not sit them down, but we sit together one-on-one, you know, instead of having everybody together and maybe they don't want to say something because so-and-so or whatever, like, we're just like, so once a month, it's like, let's just do once a month. We'll sit down with each of them individually and we'll just, hey, anything going on? How's your life? How's your kids? Hey, what's your personal goals? Like, what do you want to do? Because, yeah. I mean, it takes, I think it takes years before like a team is like put together and working together enough to where you could be like, hey, I'd really like to get my ASCs or I'd really like to take this class in hybrid diagnostic or, or, or even something outside of work. Like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm part of this, whatever. Right. I don't know what's so good chess. outside of work. What chess. do people do besides auto auto stuff outside of work? Play chess. Chess is that a thing? I don't know. So I want to be a state champion of chess, and it's like, but they don't want to say that in front of all their peers, no, you know? Yeah, they're gonna, yeah, it's yeah, like so. It's like what? really. <laughs> so I try to tell them like, hey, hey, so we're here. So if you have anything like even outside of work, like, hey, let's like let's get you there. Like, you want to be a chess champion, like. Can we sponsor that? Can we yeah. like, you know, like stuff like that? I get that. Yeah, that's and that's cool. And I'm, I'm all that, for that. I mean, that's, that's what I was like. We started doing yeah. that. I was like, is there anything like outside of work, during work, like, you know, training? You know, like anything we can help you with? Like, well, what do you mean? Like, I don't know. Like, 
I don't want to like buy diapers for your kids, but if you need diapers for your kids, let us know and see what we, you know what I mean? Like what's going on? Like besides the work stuff, maybe you are in a position where you can't get diapers anymore and you need some help at this particular time because whatever happened, you know, you needed a new well dug or something like that at your house and oh man, I'm really struggling. Like, hey, let me, you know. You're pretty good at that. What's that? Digging ditches. Digging ditches? Trenches. Trenches? Yeah. Digging wells? Digging wells. You're pretty good at that. You can... I, I mean, I don't want to, I'm not going to dig the well. I'm, I'm not going to dig them well, but I'm just saying like, oh, or like maybe they're moving and they don't want to say nothing about it. Like, okay, oh, I got, okay. I got evicted and they don't okay. want to bring that up in front of everybody. Right. Or, and it's like, hey, what's going on? It's like, oh, I actually got evicted. I got to move and I got to figure out, well, I got a trailer. Like, let's go get your shit and move it. Like uh, that's cool. stuff like that, you know, like, but you don't get that unless you like sit them down. And I'm not going to get it the first couple of times we sit down either. So it's like, let's keep doing this every month. And then they know that's an opportunity if something's going on. It's like, hey, this is my opportunity to maybe get a help, a helping hand. And it's not a, like it's not a handout, you know. It's just like a no, we're all in this together, yeah. man. Yeah, and you know, I would love to do stuff like that, offer stuff to my guys like that. But the PTSD, right? Yes. Right. And then it, I've it's like started, every time they take advantage of it. Yeah, not I, every time. Not every time, but it, it, you know, it it's never, enough to make you think twice now. Yeah. Yeah. I know, and I, and it's like you know what? If I offer them something, they're gonna want more, and that's the thing. It's it's always been the case where I mean, it's they never allow me the opportunity to offer something as a yeah, as a, I hate, yeah, I know as, a yep. as a I don't know as a as a as a gift or as a something. You know, you say hey, it's coming from me to you. Thank you for this, whatever. It's always been demanded or asked for. And I said, yeah, dude. Yeah. Can't you give me the opportunity to? But isn't that your fault though for not asking sooner? Is it, really, it is, it, is it really sooner? I mean, how sooner could it be? I, I don't mean, know. It's just, I don't know. I it's, mean, it just seems I, like- I, I've been trying to really self-reflect lately about like every issue that comes up. Like, what could I? What could I have done differently to, to avoid this? Like, this was my fault. Whatever it is, like name any situation. I'm, I'm always thinking like, what did I do wrong? Or not even what I did wrong. Like, what could I have done differently to avoid this situation? You know? And sometimes when they get to that point, it's like, were you communicating enough with them? Were you having one-on-one meetings with them? Were you catching up with them at least once a month to say, hey, what's going on in your life? Are you mad at me about something? Is there anything I'm doing? You know, you see, I'm not saying you personally have done something. And there's plenty of like... I feel like you're judging me. <laughs> I don't know. And there's plenty of situations where it's like, no, no, no. It's absolutely like the that's absolutely you've done everything you possibly could have, and it's just a, a, a burnout, you know, technician burnout employee. They just like they just want to take, 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 and move on. They just want to leech and move on to the next, and leech, move on to the next, and that's just their mo. That's just what they do. And there's you, know you can't just like a bad client or bad customer. You can't you you just sorry. This isn't the shop for you. It's time for you to go. Same thing with. Anybody that's in your shop, you know, like this is, this is, we're not on, we have a difference of opinions. <laughs> it's time for that's, you to go, yeah, you know, that's... but also being that it's a, an employer, a technician, it's like, was there something you could have done to avoid getting to that point? I don't know. I, I, I actually have thought about that, you know, and like, what am I doing wrong? Right. Yeah. But I mean, like really it... dive into that though. 
You know, I give it a couple seconds and say like, no. That's about it. It's not me. It's not me. It's, not, it's, it's, not, it's, it's always them. It's never me. It's always them. It's not me. It's you. No, but it. You know, it's not it, you. It's me. It, it, it's always been. It's always been their mo. You know, it's like, you know, no matter what the situation is, you know, like one of, for example, one of you know my guys. I mean, I've always, every time, you know. um you know, race will be coming up and whatnot. I say, hey, listen, you've been asking and asking for a raise, you know, and and um, it's it's coming up. It's going to happen. I said, but this is what I need from you. You know, none of this stuff that's been going on, like not showing up on time or just not doing what See, you're I supposed like, to. Do. I feel like it's already going in the wrong direction already. Why is that? Well, it's like you you're you're like you're promising something. And that's all they hear. Like they don't hear like they don't hear anything else. Like I feel like the expectations needed to be placed like so much further back they, be, no, before they were. what you're saying. No, right they now. were. They were been. The yeah, but like how do how do you like say, oh, you got a raise coming, but you're not you're not well, no, you're no. not living up to your expectations. Well, I mean, it's like so you, let's like get this figured out in the next couple of weeks. I'll make sure you get your raise. No, like, I mean what? No, and I'm I'm just I'm just no, I'm just making it clear to him is like we've had this conversation so many times. Yet you're asking me for a raise. Yeah. As a how how do you expect that? To so happen? you haven't you're not going to give them the raise. Well, I you're, mean, you're just you're just bringing up like, hey, I'm you want okay, a raise? I'm, I'm bringing it up. Okay. You know, but it's like I need I need to see some changes here. Yeah. You know, and because in the past I have done that, I, I got to admit, where you know it's like I give my raise and say, but you know I need you to pick it up. I need you, you know. Oh, that's this, never, that, that's never going to happen. And then they obviously they start doing it for, for a bit. And then all of a sudden they go back to the same ways again. It's like, right. here you go again, asking me for a raise when you can't even accomplish what we talked about last time. So how do you expect me this time around to say, okay, yeah, I'm, I'll give you a raise. Right. So now, like I said, it's a whole different ballgame with me because now it's, I'm not the person that I used to be where it's like okay yeah, i'll give you a raise now it's like no you know first show me that you're able to handle what i'm asking you to handle and then after you show me and you prove yourself then we can start talking about but don't you think the whole even just the concept of them asking you for a raise isn't that something that you should already be in the process of as then, far as like having like a procedure in where you're like, hey, look, so after a year, you're going to be up for a raise. These are the accomplishments and these are the things I need you to do in that year, that period. And if you accomplish these tasks, if you if you're on time, if you don't call in the day of, if you, you know, if you do all these things, whatever your personal, you know, vendettas are, you know, you, you've achieved 90% productivity for the year or whatever it is, whatever. And and then at the end of that year, you say, "Hey, now you're up for your raise, and you've accomplished A, B, C, D, E, F, G, whatever. Here's your five dollar an hour raise, three dollar an hour raise. You know what I mean? So you see what I mean by like, it's like having that. Like, what can I do different? And it's like, well, that's one thing. Like, instead of just having this verbal conversation about like what you see and what they see, like here's it all written out. In one year, you're up for a raise. Okay, but I need to see these metrics in that year." And it's like, it's cut and dry. And that way you don't even have to think about it. It's like, hey, you did it. This is up for you. It's not my decision. This is what you agreed to. And I'm going to I'm gonna lay it out. And as long as you sustain productivity, as long as you show up, as long as you use only the allotted time off that 
you've been given or requested, then I got no problem giving you more, you know? That way it's like, because it's like the expectations is like, as a technician, you work really hard, right? I, I, I get it. Like, you pull, you, you, you're just knocking work out. You're working hard. You're educating yourself. And then you have your hand out. And it's like, there's nothing wrong with that mindset. You've been there. You work, you work really hard and you feel like you are deserved because you're doing hard work, but there's no standards behind that. And you're looking at it like, you're not doing anything I need you to do, but they're looking at it like, I'm doing everything in the world I possibly can for you. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, but I guess looking back, cause I, I mean, I do that quite a bit where I think about myself and as I look back and I was like, man, well, I never did this. I never did that. And that's kind of what I, I guess that's yeah, what I expect. Yeah, your expectations are pushed on them, but maybe they, you, you haven't like laid it out into a, into a sense of like meet this criteria. Because, I mean, for me, like I say, for me, when it came down to raise, it's like I never got a raise I didn't deserve or I never, I never asked for a raise. It was, I always waited for them to be given to me because right. at that point I feel like, you know what? I got this raise because I deserve this raise. Yeah. Not because well, what were they, what were they based on though? What? Your raises, like how was, how was when you were working before you took over the shop? Oh, how was well, how was that given to you? Like how I was mean, that presented? I mean, it old school way, man. No, I mean, he well, just, what does that mean though? He just came up to me as like, hey, I just to let you know, um, your next paycheck, you got a raise. Oh, okay. Based on what though? I don't know. Just like in inflation was never, it just, was never, it just? I mean, it might have just been inflation and keeping up with the times. And you're maybe, like, oh, maybe, I'm doing a really good job. It's like, maybe, no, you know what? No, see now, you see now, you you just bursting my bubble right there, man. Because this whole time, well, I was I mean, you got to be realistic see, a little bit. Right, you know, now you're right. Maybe it was that. I mean, I'm doing the same thing, but I just communicate to that to him. Like, hey, look, everything's gone up. So here's your. Because I want to make sure it's clear. Like, you're not doing bet. Well, that's a terrible way of saying it. It sounded better in my head. I'm gonna say it anyway. You're not doing better. I just have I'm keep we're just everything's gone up, so I wanna make sure you're compensated. And not that I say it like per beta for that, but I make sure I like wanna make it clear like this isn't like a performance raise. This is just like I'm making sure that you're taken care of because everything's getting more expensive. Does that make sense? Well, that like makes sense. I, why does it sound better in my head but when I say it out loud it sounds terrible? <laughs> but, but so I said it in the presence of like here, you know, here's your uh, I don't remember what I called it, but it was a bump, a bump in pay is basically what I said. Here's your bump in pay, and it was like it was because everything's gone up, and I want to make sure like you know you have enough to take care of your inflated costs, you know. And that was basically right. what it was, but well, it was clear like it wasn't like a productivity style bonus or productivity or anything sort of raise. I don't know. I mean, I, I just I just felt like you know for me I was. Well, how many well, raises did you get in the 30 years you worked for him? Uh, not 30 years, man. I was, come on now. It was, no, just on the, what, 16, what, what are, 16 years? No. It's 10 years that I was there. Man, I got to say maybe three, if that. That definitely sounds like inflationary raises. <laughs> You really killed it, man. This whole time, I was just like feeling good about it. You know, oh, like I got three raises. Just, <laughs> Yay me. Oh I'm really God. killing it. But, you know, that that was me, you know. And I guess like just like everybody that comes through and you, know, you kind of expect the same thing I expected. Same thing yeah, I expected. I, so, I mean, I, but I gone, mean, yeah, no way. But now I, I, I kind of realize that now that I, I think nobody could be me. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, you so, wouldn't want him to be either. No. <laughs> no. So, 
I want them to be better to me. Yeah, that's true. So that's a good point. So, um, so finally, I realized that everybody's different, and that everybody's needs are different. Oh yeah. So um, now that I'm in this side of the line, you know, I gotta, you know, I guess you could see them as kids. You know, I gotta look at my kids and say, okay, he's got different needs. He's got different needs. He's got different needs. So, and I gotta cater to them as you know their own their own needs. Yeah. So and that would makes it hard. Really hard, but at, I mean, I think that blurs the line too because it's easy to think of them that way, uh, you know, think of the situation that way of like of being your kids, but they're not. I mean, they're they're adults and they're, they're adults, they yeah. should be skilled technicians and and they're looking for structure as much as they say maybe right. they don't and they like the freedom. Everyone's looking for structure right. and and especially being a technician, you want to fix something, you want to find what's broken and mm-hmm. fix it. And so giving an expectation of like, this is what I need and having it cleared out and laid, like this is what you're doing wrong. This is what I need you to do. And giving them the year long period to fix that. I feel like for me would be very useful. I never had that. I don't know if that's the perfect solution, but in my eyes, I never really got that. I was like with you, I was like, I'm going to work harder, but I had no idea what I was working harder for. Like, what am I like? Do I do oil change faster? Do I buy new tools? Do like, what do I do to be better? Yeah. And a lot of it was education. I need to learn more. I need to take what job here in the shop is the hardest one that nobody else knows how to do: building transmissions. Okay, I'll do that. I'll learn how to build transmissions because yeah. at the time the builder was never there, and I mean, if you know transmission builders, most of them are extinct, extinct or alcoholics or. I mean, no. it's not a lot. It's not a not lot. lot. Yeah, so yeah. the thing was, like, I saw a lot of transmissions not being built, and that was one of the holes. Like, well, I'll just learn how to do that. That'll make me more money. And it didn't, you know, because of the shop. You know, I mean, you understand. Right. You understand where I came from. Yeah. So it just wasn't a lot of structure behind it. And it was. He was just like, cool. Like now, I got someone building transmissions, right. and I, I can pay him the same that I was paying him before. And I was like, right. well, that didn't work good for me. Like, and I don't know. It was definitely. No, yeah. I mean, it, it was good for me. Like, I still was like, that's cool. Whatever. I know how to do this now. I'm going to keep learning. Yeah. And try to find the next thing to do. Now, for me, it was, I mean, like at every shop that I was in before, um, for me, it was just like finding the most experienced, biggest tech in the shop and take them down. Wow. Anyway. I'm saying in, in, in the sense of, you know, learning and being better than that guy. So that was always been my drive, is I'm gonna get better. I'm gonna get better. I'm gonna get be better than this guy, and so on. But and so but, on. but better how? Like what's just, like what's the, just, what do you mean by better? Just knowledge wise, learning how to you know do like do the job faster, do, diagnose quicker, diagnose that. more correctly, Di- all that, you know, all of it. Diagnosing, doing the job, taking on you know pretty sophisticated or specialty jobs that nobody could do you know and then when there were certain jobs that nobody you know you even to say you call around Paso all the shops and hey have you ever done this before have you and everybody no 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 and if i know you're the only one who did it it's like it feels good you know and I, I was like I, guess. I, I, I did it you know what let's let's pivot on that one because that was the next thing <laughs> i want to talk about that's <laughs> i'm glad you brought that up we're gonna we're gonna jump ship off this whole technician thing the freaking problem childs right yeah, yeah. I had a, quite a few of those. I, yeah, two of those were already of mine. So, yeah. So, 
my thought process is I'm the dumb one for taking this stuff on, right? No, you're not the dumb one. No, you're just saying that because I'm helping you out with your problems. I wouldn't say you're the dumb one. No, 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 no. You're just, you're just, you're just (laughs) buttering up. You're just buttering, you're just buttering up a little bit right now because you don't want me to keep doing all your problems. No, no, no. But, but real talk. Let's. uh, So, you got problem vehicles, and you have a lot of gravy work sitting on the side, or you have work that you can delegate out to your technicians, which is easy, where you have one where you have all your techs look at it and nobody can really figure it out, but obviously there's still that um, ego, like I got, well, we have to figure it out, so then you take it on yourself and Mm -hmm. you're like, I'm going to figure it out. And I've, I mean, I've personally gotten better and better and better with that, and I enjoy an advanced assessment, like I I enjoy the, the process of it, but... At the end of the day, there's so much more work that I could be doing, and yeah. my time is so much more valuable than spending, uh, you know, 180 or 210 dollar an hour diagnostic on this vehicle that nobody else, in quotes, nobody else can figure out. And I'm thinking in my head, like, I don't think it's the fact that no one can figure it out. I think they're just smarter than me, and they're just moving on to bigger and better things and spending their time more wisely than like figuring this diag out right like that's got to be part of it it's, you're part right i mean it's got to uh, be right but uh you know like for example this is this truck that i just recently sent you that truck should have not landed at my shop that sh- it should not have been taken on and that's one of the things i clearly made clear to the guys is like stuff like this we can't take on just because there's not the skilled power. We don't have the skilled power for stuff like that. Um, and yeah, but is that a good or a bad thing? It's a bad thing. I mean, it's just, I see it as a kind of a bad thing, but it's the same. It's a bad thing that you know we we're not skilled enough to take this job on. But the good thing is that now we could choose what to take on and not to take on. You know, so. This off some of the older vehicles, which is this like an what early ninety or ninety vehicle, which a lot of the you know we specifically don't have much equipment anymore to be able to interface with those vehicles. So now right. there, and now everything's all. I mean, to get into the technicalities of like the repair, some of the older ones. I mean, the newer ones are easier because it tells you what's yeah, wrong. You hook you in and it tells you what to do and flow charts and whatever like. I mean, it's easy. It's easier, you know, unless it's like a 2018 Ram, because then you gotta have freaking the security link and oh, the security. Else, are you already, are you already went to that too? Oh yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah, we, we got, got two, we got two scan tools now uploaded with the security. Oh, link. I thought uh, yeah. I thought it was the only one. No, I think a lot of people have already oh, really? have that. Oh. <laughs> it's been a long time. I guess that was the only like twenty seven like twenty seventeen Rams. Oh, really? It's like it's been like five years. No, we went we went through that uh, with the. Yeah, you can't even clear codes without the yeah without the auto auth and the security link. It's like this has been like five years. Really? Yeah, I've, I've had it's been a couple of years. My one, one I, yeah, my Apollo's has like it's like the third year I've had it. And then I just uploaded another one actually today, so we have so we don't have to keep using the one because I get so many of them now. It's like I got everyone because I got three scan tools right, so it's like they pull the other two and they can't. So now we have like two or three of the RAM or the Jeeps in at a time. And it's like everyone's fighting over the one scan tools. Like, all right, let's just yeah, put so it on the other ones. It wasn't yeah. that big of a deal. I don't know why I was waiting so long to do it. But <laughs> anyway, the yeah, 
But yeah, this one, this yeah, this one that I dealt with was a it was a Dodge product. So anyway, I mean, yeah. So the, that's that makes me easy when they're newer, but when the older ones, it's also in a sense a little easier because there's not so much stuff going on. Like it's more mechanical, and you can't. There's not so many sensors involved in the process of like repairing it. But I guess the main thing is like, what's the smarter business decision? Yeah. And I guess it really comes down to your staff, right? Yeah. And it's like how important it is to you to be able to take that job on versus just like sending it down the road and then just taking in the easy stuff. But I guess if you don't have, okay, so that's another good point. You're like, well, I don't have a lot of work anyway, so I'm just going to take this in and lose my ass on it right. because at least I'm doing something. But there's, there's so many more things you can be doing even if you don't have other work. So I don't know. How do you deal with that situation? Like, do you, so you just like, no, see, is it worth investing the time to like no, learn it? No, I don't I, honestly, know. I don't, I don't, I don't. I mean, you don't see those, those cars on the road in much anymore. So just like the, you know, it's like the Ford Tauruses. I mean, have you seen one on the road here around here anymore? No. Yeah, but the gravy work eventually is going to die out. No, yeah, it will. I mean, not like permanently, but throughout the year. Yeah, it's gonna the maintenance out. work, the gravy work is yeah. going to kind of be taken care of to a sense. There's still going to be trickling in, but that that big flood of like May, June, July stuff, and then all that's going to be left is those kind of as vehicles. And if you can take the time to train yourself or train somebody else to do it, they're going to be around and relevant for a while. Like I don't know, like for the most part, I do well with it. I don't have a problem with them. Um. But like I said, there's some of this like, man, I could be yeah, really but, spending my time doing something more yeah, important right now. Yeah, but you see, I kind of like building a transmission or or helping the rest of the you know team out with what they got going on because I could spend ten or fifteen minutes with each of them, continuing to point their compass in the right direction. Right. And they don't need much. I just need little course corrections here and there. But I can spend my time doing that and just like it's just pushing such a bigger such a bigger thing than me just trying to fix this one problem child. Like I can spend like two hours with this problem child or spend two, two hours like, Hey, so change this on this, you know, on this estimate, this needs to be changed here. Then get out of the office and go out like, Hey, what are you looking at? Okay. Well, here, do this instead. Hey, why don't you, Oh, you did this and that. Well, why don't you test this and check that? It sounds like you need to go this direction. And then I do that three times and now everybody's course corrected. And it's like such a bigger push for the shop, you know, as a whole, I feel like there's such a better way to invest my time than trying to like fix this freaking no, it is nightmare. You no, know, it is, and then that's and that's kind of the reason for that. That's why I chose not to work on these anymore. Because I mean, obviously, I pretty much started working on these type of vehicles when yeah. I first started. Yeah. So you know, back then, I, I knew quite a bit about these vehicles and well experienced in these vehicles. That as years went by, slowly started seeing less and less of them, and I stopped working on a lot of those. And now. So now I'm at the point where, shoot, I would have to dust off my knowledge here on these on these cars and try to, you know, remember some of the old school tricks that I used to do or know and whatnot. And and it, it's like I told these guys is like if all this stuff is beyond you guys because you guys never really worked on uh, a lot of these vehicles. Given that two of my techs are should have know a little bit about those because they they also started. Right in the same same era as I did, but obviously my new guy and my other two guys there uh, don't know much about those. Like you shouldn't be taking those on, because the way I want to be stuck with them myself, yeah, to, yeah. and I don't have the time for that. Yeah, I got I got other stuff I got to worry about. I don't have time for stuff like this, and that's sure enough. That's what happened. But a lot of my a lot of my clientele that I clientele that I have, I mean, 
don't have vehicles like this. Yeah. So that's why I don't worry about it too much. Every so often, I mean, yeah, you get stuff like this that come in or they call in and and it's kind of random or rare when that happens. And I just tell them, no, we don't, we don't work on those. We, honestly, I, I set the guideline as, you know, anything 96 and newer, we'll do. But 90, 90, 95 and older, I said, stay away from that. And given that some, some pre or pre Yeah, but that doesn't, that doesn't, I mean, I get, I get where you're trying to go with that, but you're still going to have a problem, child. You're still going to have a 2017, 2018, yeah, well, 2019 that's going right. to cause you a problem. Yeah. So it's like, how do you like eliminate all that? And it's like, so you, well, then what's the point of eliminating the older ones? You don't because at least- I mean, you can you can bump your labor rate up with the older ones, right? You yeah, make you more can. per hour. There's less people that want to work on them. So I'm going to be the devil's advocate and go the other way on this, right? And that's the thing. It's like yeah. some of those older cars, people are willing to spend whatever it takes to keep them on the road because they've spent so much. They love them. They, they're attached. If they're driving around a 1990, Some. if they're driving a 1990 vehicle around, yes, there ha- there's the few that are living out of the vehicle right. and they just can't get something else. But if it's like a decent 1990s vehicle, they love that thing. Right. They love it and they'll do whatever it takes to keep it on the road. You see, and that you could tell. You could tell by... Yeah, but the condition of the vehicle. Right. I mean, if it's something like you know what this guy. Does but I'm, what I'm in. saying is, is there's no there's no reason to completely shut that out when there is money in it. There's just got to be, it's just got to be delegated correctly. It's got to be estimated yeah. correctly. It's obviously not a 2010 or 2015 or 2020 vehicle, and so for me, the labor rate goes up, and that's fine. It just makes sense because there's more time. I mean, you can't, on a 1990 Ford, you can't just plug in under the dash to right. check codes, but you can with the 1AB connector, and it takes a little more time. you got to hook the battery up and all that other stuff you got to do to make it work, so it takes a little bit more time to pull codes out of it. But for the most part, it's so freaking simple, there's not a lot to go wrong with them. You're right about that, and, and I, th- I think for me, it's just been a lot easier to turn that away because... Uh, I mean, you've got other work to do. You I know? do, because I, yeah. I have other options, but at the same time... I don't get these cars to come in that often, so it ain't. It's rare when I gotta turn one away because yeah. I don't want to work on it. Um, ever since, ever since, well, this problem child that I sent you, I haven't really gotten a call for another older one to come through or any pre ninety six vehicle at all. So it's 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 rare. I mean, I don't, you don't. Well, I don't see them as often as maybe you do or somebody else but i know they're out there but i don't i don't get those calls yeah um so sad to say i mean like i said some sometimes owners of those vehicles just follow you know shops that well i've uh, I've come to find it's like so we do like 70s and older yeah it's like 72 and older i get and then we kind of follow the same thing we do like 2000 and newer so i have like two we just try to separate the two like 70s and older 90s and or 2000s and newer. And we try to stay away from that 70s, 80s, 90s stuff. Not to say like if it's a certain job, we'll see what it is. I mean like a clutch job on a on a 90s Honda Accord. Yeah, yeah I'll do that all day long. Like yeah. <laughs> it doesn't get a lot simpler. A 1990 Toyota pickup right. clutch. Like right. that's they're going to spend the money. Like that's a great yeah. truck. It's worth for some god awful reason ten thousand dollars right now for a 1995 toyota sr5 four-wheel drive pickup truck i don't know what 
what's going on with that, but those things are, you know, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars. So yeah, you better believe we're gonna bring that in and do a clutch job on it. And that's and that's the other thing I also listen to first is first I I mean I don't shut them down right away. I kinda of listen to what they what issues they have. Yeah. Because they like you're saying, if, oh yeah, it's a, well, just like this uh Toyota nineteen eighty something Toyota pickup that I had, which was one of those other vehicles that we shouldn't have gone into that part of the job, which is a carburetor, because those things were just a pain to yeah. to get or or adjust or whatever. But you know, if they would have said just a, oh, I just need a clutch on it. Yeah, why not? I mean, that's anything mechanical. It's not, you know. But when it starts, yeah. But if you're gonna get involved, then you get involved in it, you know. Yeah, but when it, that's the one thing I'm I'm kind of referring to is the diagnosing part of it. I think that's for me is kind of a difficult part of that job on an older yeah. vehicle. Well, it's just like Euros, you know? Yeah. Like, I've just gotten to the point, it's like, no BMWs, no yep. Mercedes, that's, no Volkswagen. Yeah, that's where I'm at. No, like, yeah, it's, no, just, it's, just, yep. it's just no. Like, yep. he's like, oh, well, you know, what? no, no. No. I mean, no. so the Mercedes is a tough one to stay away from because it's a Chrysler transmission, and I know those NAG units, the 7226, 7229s, it's just a Chrysler unit. And, I, and they're in the 300Cs, and they're in the Dodge Challengers, and some of the Dodge yep. Chargers. And so what am I going to say? No, I don't work on Dodges because it's got a Mercedes transmission in it. So it's like, well, we can do some Mercedes, but at the end of the day, it's just about having a protocol and just trying to make sure you're sticking to it. So it's like, you know what? It's just time to say no to those ones. So no Mercedes, no BMW, even the BMWs, you got a a 5L40 GM transmission in it. Super easy transmission to go through. It's it's just a basic GM 5L40 in those early BMWs. So do, so do I work on BMWs? Like, no. Like, I don't... Like, the amount of baggage that comes along with yeah. that job is just not worth it. Like, oh, no, I got an oil leak. Yeah, it's a BMW. Of course you got an oil leak. Like, well, no one else is, will touch it, and you're the last one, yeah. too. So, you know, and they try to pin this on. It's like, I don't even... No, I don't want me that. or, like... You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's just... No. Like, no, and, from day one. Like, I just thing, don't I mean, do BMWs. A certain, you, may, you, may, you may take on a certain job on a BMW or Mercedes or anything European... Yeah, you know, you break one component and you're waiting and that, three weeks. And that's the thing. And then, or certain jobs require certain programming. Yep. That's the thing I think about. Do I have that software to do the programming? And it's like, uh, since I don't really deal with them, I it's probably not don't. Worth it. It's just I not worth it. it. So, I, so, no, so at the end, I say, you know what? No, nah, let's just not, let's just stay away from it. And, you know, just, you know, do a transmission service on something that's going to take, you know, some kind of programming now. I mean, I just, I say, no, I don't, I don't want to risk it, get right in the middle of the job and find out that you do need something. And it's like, now what? Yeah. So you can tow it to whoever knows how to, it's like, it's just a waste of time. So it's just like, stay, no, stay away from that. Yeah. And that's one pretty good thing we're good at is, is that I mean, European cars, no. We could do services, oil changes and stuff like that, brake jobs. But other than that. See, but why even doing that? Like, be, why well, even open the door for, for any of it? Because, I mean, Brake jobs, just your standard brake job. I mean, what could go possibly wrong in the brake oh, job? Oh, I can definitely tell you what could possibly right? go wrong. Is that right? Oh, yeah. I, so, well, so far, I haven't. The electronic a... parking brake? Yeah. Well, we got, got have that. a tool for that? Yeah, well, we got. You done one of those on a BM, on a new BMW? How new? I haven't, but I've read about it. How new? There's a procedure. You got to, like, reset it and turn it back. and. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. We done but that. like so, that's what I mean. Like, it's like you got to do it or don't do it. And that's like for the older ones for me. It's like I'm just I'll do it. Like no problem, you know. Take it in, 
And then it's all about communication. It's like, I'm not setting any expectations. Like, I'll take a look at it. You're going to pay me for the time. Yep. I'm either going to figure it out or I won't. You know, like, that's your best that's your best options right now. Like I'm, I'm not promising anything, but I feel like that's our standard procedure for anything. Like these are the steps we're taking. This is what you're going to get charged and the outcome could be good or bad. And for the most part, it ends up being good, but every once in a while you're wrong. Yeah. Well. And that's okay though. Cause it's like you communicated the process. You slowed it down you did step by step through each part of the of the way. These are the these these are the parts we eliminated. This is what we're down to. We tested it, and this is what our findings have found. And this is the next logical conclusion. And it goes back to like, how much time do you spend <laughs> checking secondary windings in a coil uh-huh. when you can just swap the coil on plug to the right. one next to it and test it? You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. It's that situation where it's like, okay, we the PCM diagnosis. Well, we've we've verified everything else is good, so it's got to be the PCM. There is no, like, these are the specs, and the PCM's bad because it's supposed to be in this spec, and it looks like this. Like, no, you've uh-huh. just you've made sure everything else is good, so it's the PCM. That's the only thing that's left. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you've checked your everything. So, and the same with the coils, like the coil on plug diagnostic. You just swap it to a known good one, and if the misfire moves, it's a bad coil. You break out the the scope for that, like. I mean, I do because I like to see what it looks like, but but, but for, I'm not I'm not charging uh, the client for that. It's like that's my time, that's my like, educational seminar, you know, yeah. like to look for myself. I like that. I want to see what a bad coil looks like and, and capture it and take a picture of it and load it, and that way I know if I get a weird one, I can go back to it. But see, this is the reason why I bring stuff to you. <laughs> this is he's right here. You answer that question right there. So you can't deny, you know, you're just trying to butter me up. No, this is the reason why. No, no, no. Yeah. So. I mean, but that takes time and it's like, it's hard to get that paid back. And yeah, I can't just right. like sock that money out of one individual. It takes a very long time to recoup yeah. that investment. And I feel like when you're, when you're starting out, you know, in a shop, it's like, is it, is it worth that point in time to make that investment to become that guru? Because that's how I felt. You know, I wanted to build transmissions. I want to do the hard stuff. I want to do the advanced. I want to be like the best of the best. I want like everyone to think I can fix anything. But over the over the years, it's like, man, this feels like this was the wrong direction yeah. to go. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this, I mean, and it all sounds good, but I'm not really making any money doing no. that. And the money comes from like, when I'm looking through the numbers, it's like, well, the money comes from all this like gravy work and all this maintenance stuff that's coming in that I can just feed to the wolves and they just like tear it apart and get it out and go on the next. It's like, I like that. <laughs> that makes me feel good oh, when yeah. I like, we start turning cart, we get these like, you know, $1,100, $1,200 tickets and they're turning and burning on them like two or three a day. It's like, Oh yeah, like that's what we need to be doing. Why am I messing around with this freaking advanced diag stuff, no, you know? Yeah. But it's like that's where the beginnings come from and that's what spreads like the good word, I guess. I don't know. Oh, and yeah. may- maybe some of them get easier over time. No, they I don't know if they do or not. But I mean, I I kind of stop, you know, like you're saying you want to be this guru. That's kind of the way I saw myself too. Is I wanted to be this top crew or you know i mean not not like an ego-based one but it's like no, for, no, no, for, no, for more myself yeah, like yeah it, i want to keep learning i want to like everything how does this work yeah, how does this work and it's like you only learn by the stuff that you right. don't know and everything i did was just to prove it to myself yeah that, that's always been the game for me yeah and, but i you know after i said after the years i got to the point where 
I that's that's you don't want I don't want to be there. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, understandable. You, yeah, you know, you got other other easier stuff you could do instead of trying to prove to yourself that you could do this or do that or be yeah. better than this or whatever. And it's like, you know, as long as long as you're good enough to get the job done. Yeah, I just like it's like where does that when does that gravy train stop though? You know, I don't know. Like, how do you keep that if you're just searching for the gravy stuff, the easy stuff, the it's like. Well, Every, that's what everybody wants. So well, it's yeah. like so now you're spending the money to market to keep that coming in. See so you're the, not, now your marketing budget's going way up because you're just trying to keep this maintenance work coming in. The gravy, the gravy jobs, I, I feel was way back then though. I mean, the gravy jobs back then was all this maintenance work. People right. were actually into maintenance. Maintenance, so it it's not there anymore. I mean, I feel like people are just driving their cars to the ground and then something happens and oh you know i was hearing a noise for the last week or so and now my car quit yeah and oh if they would have brought it in months ago for maintenance and all that could have been prevented so i feel like that preventive maintenance jobs that we used to get back then which which was the easy it was gravy work right there because you know what to expect yeah now they come in broken you don't know what to expect you know, now you got Diag involved. Now, okay, you know, we got to, you know, fix this part or get this part. And now with the part situation, when are we going to get it? On the back order. Who knows? Back then, at least, you know, yeah, it's coming in for a time belt, water pump, uh, spark plugs. It's your 100, 100K service. You know what to pre-order. So at least you order that ahead of time and you have all that there yeah. waiting. So when the job comes in, pretty straightforward. You go and do that job and you're done. And on to the next one. So if you had three or four of those jobs lined up a day, man, that's pretty much all you needed. Yeah. Now everything's just coming in broken. You don't know what to expect anymore. Well, it's coming in broken and completely lack of maintenance yeah. too. You know, I mean, the average RO is the average cost of maintenance on a vehicle is between twelve and fifteen hundred dollars yeah. a year. You know, and part of that's just because of everything's gone up. But I, I mean, like you said, part of it's they wait for something to break, and then they want that fixed. But they also re, they also expect when they leave that the shop is like fixed everything and that puts a lot of weight on the you know everybody the technician the service advisor and the owner of the shop like if they leave and the wheel bearing starts making noise whose fault is that you know what i mean and i see it as my fault so what are we going to do an inspection like you're going to come in you're going to get a full inspection i don't care what what the problem it came in for it doesn't matter to me because we're going to capture that in the inspection anyway. And we're going right. to tell you, like, hey, by the way, your engine light's on um, because it's got a cat code. It's like, I know. That's why I brought it there. Okay. Well, also, <laughs> like, as well as, here's everything else we found. Um, because I guarantee, like, you haven't maintenance, you know, maintenance this thing in the last three years. So, like, here's everything else it also needs. And you're not going to, like, you know, it's like the same thing with ball joints. Like, you, you do ball joints or something because it starts squeaking. And then the whole front end's totally loose. They're not going to say, oh, the steering feels a little loose. No, but after you do the ball joints, if you decided to not look at the pitman arm, idler arm, and tie rods, you better believe they're coming back saying the steering feels loose. Yeah. You know, like all we did was ball joints because they were worn out. But it's like, well, the rest of the front end's worn out too. And if you don't tell them that, they're just going to come back and say that you did it. 
Yeah. Because it's like, yeah. well, now that someone's touched it and I've been without my vehicle and someone else is driving it, now all of a sudden they're super in tune with their vehicle. And yeah, it's all down to the lack of maintenance and like waiting for something to break. And now it's your fault because you didn't maintain it. Yeah. Well, it's your fault for not saying anything. It's what yeah, the problem, you know, like. Oh, you're right about that. A crazy mindset when you're talking about like bringing in after lack of maintenance. But going back to like the jobs that are like the ones everyone tries to stay away from. Right. What's the, what's, what's, what's the right decision there? I mean, I don't think there is a right decision. There isn't, I, right? I think, I think it's all depends it on It just comes down needs. to the skilled and, and, yeah. and honestly, it's, it's hard to say. It's a tough pill to swallow, but it's like sometimes maybe those jobs are just not, the shops just aren't qualified for them. And maybe you really got to look at yourself and say, I'm just not qualified to do that job. You right. know? And I and I think that's where you get burned is like you want to be that, but then you can't. And sometimes it's just you need to ask for help, right? Sometimes it's just bottom line, I'm I'm full, right? Like I got enough going on. I just need help with this. But sometimes like BMWs, Europeans, I'm just not that shop. You know, like I'm just not qualified to work on euros. Right. Bottom line. That well, that's for us too. I mean, I mean not. Well, not bottom line because we still mess with maintenance stuff, but of course you do. Yeah, but you know, same like transmissions. You know, I don't. You know, I don't do as many transmissions as I used to anymore. I sent them to you. <laughs> I gave you too much shit over that. All. It's, it's just, not qualified to be well, messing with transmissions. You know, you know? You're right. You know, but it's, it's like, but you got to really set your boundaries right. and then like stick to your boundaries. And it's yeah. the same like. With every aspect, just like we started this thing with like technicians, you got to set your boundaries and have your expectations and stay in your box. Stay, you know, stay, stay in your lane. Stay that's, in your lane. And there that's, you go. That's yeah, that's a key point right there. And and for the most part, like, we we already we already got it down as far as you know what to take on and what not to take on. Yeah. And 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 I told them, you know, from this, you know, we we're not going to deviate because we've seen that, you know, we've seen it backfire quite many times. You know, we decided, you know, like you're saying, maybe certain, maybe there was a certain time where we were slow on a job or something. We need more work. Yeah, let's take it on. We need a job. But look at what happens. It just you should have just said no. They should have said no. Yeah, I absolutely. Just, I should, 100%. I should, have, yeah. I should have just paid them to go somewhere else. And I was like, here's a hundred bucks. That's what's going to cost me or more to. Yeah. After yeah. I can't, you know, just go over there somewhere. So, <laughs> but, you know, so now at this point is like, you know, even if we are slow, which, Thankfully, you know, if we got into the position we're not, now we could pick and choose what we want to take on and what we don't want to take on. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, even if we are slow, um, you know, we still got other stuff we could do, you know, as far as, yeah, we could, we could just take it as a day as a shop maintenance kind of thing and just get shops squared away or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, the slow days only last so long. I mean, they're not, oh, man, I've been slow for a week. Usually a day, and that's about it. And then the next day, a couple of days, or maybe maybe a couple of days. Maybe I think I think when you're first starting, I think that's a pretty that's a pretty rattling experience. Yeah, you know, I think because they're 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 not few and far between. They're more often yeah. than not, you know. And you're just like, I don't know. You you don't you don't watch the numbers, and you don't have enough data to really have the numbers. And so you're just like, I need to keep working. I just need to keep. Yeah. I need a car in the bay. 
Yeah. You know, and then in, in your mind, you're like, well, if people see cars in the bay, it'll bring more people in. So you try to like rationalize it like that. You try to rationalize like, well, as long as I'm working on something, I'm learning, even if it's nothing. So you rationalize it with that. Uh, there's just so many rationalizations you try to make to like take these jobs and that you should not have in your shop, you know? And especially when, when you're first starting, like, oh, it'll, it, it, I mean, money's money. Like, even if it's a loss, it'll still have like revenue coming. It's like, no, just like, just no. Like, <laughs> no. Stand outside with one of them little flippy boards. If it, like, do that before you start working on stuff that you shouldn't be taking on, you know? Like, Oh, I went around everywhere. Nobody will work on it. Like, oh, I'm I'm free today. I can take a look at it. Well, guess what? That job turns into tomorrow. And guess what comes in tomorrow? Freaking four brake jobs. And yeah. you know, like, oh man, what do I? What did I do? I got now. I got this stupid car in my shop, and I can't get rid of it. And uh, it's just the stress and the anxiety. I think it's a bigger thing than anything, and some no one really tells you about. You know. Like the amount of mental load oh, that takes on when you have this car in your shop that that is just someone's hounding you about. Oh man! I've, and you I, got I, so many other things to be doing. Like no one tells you about like having to unload or deal with that mental load that's put on your mind as an owner, as a technician, as a service advisor, as anybody in the shop. Everybody feels that. Yeah, and, I, had, and I've had my share of those already. Damn, I got rid of couple of those headaches there at the shop that yeah it's just nothing but time consuming vehicles yeah i've had that for a while and finally now that they're gone oh my god it's just this big load off my shoulders just not having to think about those cars every time i walk in now now i go to the shop and i was like like fresh meat yeah and new cars coming in it's like cool i don't have to be seeing these same cars here for the last you know month or so it just and it all started for, for that, and just because yeah, let's you know let's take take, take it on. We don't have nothing going on right now. And then the next day we get bombarded. And yeah. so that that car gets pushed away, pushed aside for next day, next day, and before you know it, it's like a week goes by, and I was like, we got to get this thing done. Yeah. And you know, one thing leads to another, and it just well, it's not not just get it done, but I need to like I need to dedicate a day to this car. Yeah. And it's like you just can't wrap your brain around it because there's like so many other things. Yeah. That you need to dedicate your time to. Yep. Versus trying to like dive back into this problem that's like, I don't even know what I'm going to do. Well, that's the thing. He's like, I don't but even... once you start doing it, you figure it out. But it's like that mental load of like, what what do I even do right now? Like, I just need like 10 minutes of quiet time and I'm, I can't even get that. <laughs> the, only, the only time you can get that is, not, for me, not even coming on the weekend. There's always some kind of action going on on the weekend. Oh, right? yeah. So I was like, coming on a Sunday. I don't want to come on a Sunday. You know, that's my only day off. But sometimes you got to do what you got to do. You got to do it. Especially if you're going to be doing that. I mean, that's what you can look look forward to if you want to keep doing that process. Yeah. And not have like those boundaries for for you and your shop. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. And for me, I've really just like started delegating. Okay, if I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it, like I'm going to keep, I'm only going to take on certain jobs at certain times. Like I'm not. Like it's like one, and then it's when it's gone, I'll take on the next one. Like, sorry, I'm busy. When it, when can you take it on? I'll let you know. Oh, I'll just drop it off. No, you no. won't. <laughs> no, no, no. When I say you can bring it in, I'll call you. In the meantime, keep looking around because you ain't going to hurt my feelings if you need someone else to look. 
No, usually, usually. So, so find someone else if you need to in the meantime. But I'm busy right now, and I'll get to you because I already have one here that I'm dealing with, that I'm that that I'm that I'm using as my learning, as my schooling, and I and I do. I've been like involved the guys like, hey, look what I found. This is what I do, and like, and hopefully they start picking up on those nuances, and like, it's all learning experience. Yeah. And I feel like I just enjoy it, so it's like that's why I do it. No, I usually business I usually, wise, it's probably not a smart move, but I just enjoy it and I yeah. enjoy teaching them. That's you good. Know? Yeah. No, usually I usually tell them. You know, I get quite a bit of those calls. It's like, no, I can't. I can't take that on right now. I'm about you know a week out, but you go visit our sister shop at Shifting Gears, <laughs> and they'll gladly. <laughs> <a sister> shop. <laughs> <laughs> and so you know. You're you're being good hands over there. Talk. <laughs> you're probably to gonna have Jimmy. to wait a little bit. Yeah, talk. <laughs> just drive over there and drop it off. They'll probably be cool with it. They're they're really cool about just like dropping it off in the middle of the day. So, so make sure you park in front of the bay too. Like pull into the shop because that's how you really get their if attention. Say if you're at it, just rack it up. While you're there, just rack it just up. Put it on the bay, and that helps them out a lot. That it takes a lot of load off their shoulders when you uh, so, when you just walk in there and start doing for whatever me. The hell so you for want. me, yeah, for me, it's easy. You just like yeah, just go see those guys over there. They'll they'll take care of it. <laughs> for me, easy. That's easy, easy man. Just take make a phone call and I'll let you know. Okay, it's gonna be a little bit. <laughs> no problem helping you out, but it's gonna be a minute. You know. No, nah, but you. I mean, I could see that here. I mean, as busy as you are, I mean, I. I, I mean, that, that, that's a good setup you have. You know, as far as you know, <laughs> one at a time, you have to. You know, because they're gonna yeah, pile up. A, you're gonna pile up and forget yeah. about it. Yeah. Once yeah. It will, once you have one problem, you're just going to jump to the next one, and then that one just sits there. Yep. And it just sits there and sits there and sits there. So it's like if you don't have the next one to jump onto, you're going to like take the take the minute you need and then circle back. Yeah. Okay, let's get this thing figured out, or let's get rid of it. Yeah. One of the two. And that's fine. Like, hey, I did what I could. It's time for it to go now. I can't. I can't just keep wasting everybody's time here. Yeah. You know? And if, if you want, I can... I can put another hour or two on the books for you. I I just don't have a direction to go with. If you want me to keep like beating my head against the wall, I will, and maybe something will come up. But otherwise, I just gotta go. Like, you know, it comes to a point. Like, this is this is as much as I can do for you. Yeah, and I and I need to start really doing that with the technicians. I need to have them look at it, and once they get to a point, they don't know. I can put an input in, but I gotta learn to like cut those. Like, okay, that's. That's our limit now. Like, if we've collectively come together and we cannot figure it together, like, as as them technicians, like, okay, that's that's now our bar, you know? And I feel like that's the next step for me is like, okay, this is now our bar until we can elevate our education to the next level. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of guys do that where, well, I can figure it out. And so if I figure it out, that means our shop will elevate to the next educational level. No, that's just you. Now you're just like running. You're just now you're just yeah. You know you're just doing yeah. it on your own. Yeah. You're not you're not collectively it's doing not, it as it's a, not team. a team. It's not a yeah. team. Yeah, you you just that. back to square one as you running a shop, and you get really like. I think that's the hardest thing too is taking a step back as an owner and not being a technician and realizing like really realizing the caliber of your shop is not like how smart you are as a tech. You know. Yeah. Cause there's there's guys out there that are like world class technicians that open up shops, and they want to keep that bar real high, but not everybody is a world class tech. No. So 
unless you want to sit there and have to work on every vehicle, you're not a business owner. No, you're not. You're you're just an owner operator, which is nothing wrong with that. It just depends on what you want to do. I mean, what you some guys don't ever want to be um, an MSO. You know, some guys don't want a million dollar shop. I don't know. It depends on what your goal is, I guess. I do. You so, do what? I want a million dollar shop. Why? Just because. Just to. Just because. Be in that club. Cool. Someday. I'll sign I was you close. Up. I'll I was sign close. you up. Sign me up. I'm so sign me up. <laughs> sign me up this year. What about M- you? Want to be MSO? Just keep it one location. Yeah. Yeah. I thought about that. I, I mean, as it is, I mean, I you know, I could man I, to imagine having multiple locations. Yeah. I can't. I can't. But it is it's doable. It's just you gotta, you know, have the right. I I don't want that right now. Yeah. But I want sis. It's it's very it's a very complicated question for me. Because I I want the systems and processes to enable me to do that. But if I were to like tomorrow have like the opportunity to have a second location. I couldn't do it. I don't want that because I'm not like, you know, like I'm not oh, there. Like I don't no, want, yeah, like, I don't want like what I'm doing now yeah. doubled. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the hardest thing. Like no, what is. I'm doing today, what I've done for the last year, the last five years, like I don't want to double that. That does not sound good to me. <laughs> no, we're, 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 yeah, I mean, we're not there. I mean, honest, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not there. Yeah. I mean, it, it's gonna but you but you know what i mean like i want that to be a possible i want to be like to the point where i'm twiddling my thumbs like we're running a mil mil five whatever mil seven a year and i'm like twiddling my thumbs like man i'm really bored be nice to open another shot like that's that's the part that i want like of course we all do but that's the part of like the multi-shop or the mso that, that that's alluring to me like to have it so dialed where you can actually have the time to be like, hey, you know what? Maybe I should do this. Like, I could take this and just blueprint it over there. Yeah. But I think some people want the MSO, but they put the cart in front of the horse, yeah. you know, and they're like, I found another building. I'm going to open another building. And yeah. I'll just like, I'll commute back and forth and I'll work four hours there and four hours there. And then and then I'll go go home and sleep for four hours and go do it again. <laughs> no. You know, like, and that's not the right way to do it, obviously. But no, you, you, you'll know when you're ready. And, and you know. Oh, yeah, you absolutely. For, for, for me, for me, it's just like once I outgrow you know the place I'm at, and I could just say a hundred percent, I'm maxed out. Like you know, this is all. Yeah, I but you're do. just talking about a bigger shop. What? When you max out your your location, you're just talking about growing to a bigger facility. No, no, no. But that doesn't so, like that doesn't give you the processes to allow you to open a second location. Is what no, I'm no, saying. No, 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 no. I mean, if if you know, for me, I, what I could totally see myself is perhaps getting a bigger location. Yeah. I mean, I I, I could see that. Okay, I, I could, that's doable. I could do that, but. Yeah, for me to think of a second location, I was like, no, right. I said, I'm not. Yeah, that's uh, a totally different. It, it, different. Yeah, I mean, it's because you you're moving with the shop. So if you get a bigger shop, you're yeah. going with it. But the problem is, is like an MSO is like you have to duplicate right you, and you can't duplicate you. So you have to duplicate everything in your mind the way right. you run your shop. 
to another location. And like you're saying, you need And that's impressive. Yeah. That's an impressive thing no, to no, do. No, you no, need, you need a blueprint of... But it's uh, not impressive just to do it. It's no. impressive to have it work and like actually have two locations that operate simultaneously like the exact same way. Yeah. Like, I like that idea. That, that I like that. And it, it just... But also the thought of having two locations still stresses me out. <laughs> even if it was... Even if I'm like, it's as easy as I'm making it sound... Just... No, I'm mean, just thinking it's of still crazy. just thinking of my location right now stresses me out, you know? Yeah. Just going having to think tomorrow I gotta go back in there and do it all over again. Now that's I'm always stressing out, you know? And it's so, only t- and it's yeah, only Tuesday. Yeah, it's only two Monday. Well it's Monday, but, t- but tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow's Tuesday, Tuesday tomorrow, yeah. yeah. Tuesday, yeah. So it's like you know, so yeah, so that right now is out of the question for me, but once I you know, it, it just once I get everything set and procedures in place and stuff like that and and that's right now that i think that's the goal for me is try to improve that place improve what i got right now which is like what you're doing have procedures in place and, and making sure everybody's you know following procedures and whatnot and once i'm there and i see that everything's rolling smoothly and then at that point i could you know decide you know yeah, let's just get a new location or bigger location, which I would love. I think to have. I think for me it'd be like I'm gonna, I'm gonna take like a Wednesday off. That's like my goal right now. That's to be able to take like one day off a week. That's and like everything's okay. No, I think that's that's my ultimate goal too. I I don't think I'm ever gonna be an absentee owner. Well, you'd have to be to ever get BNMSO. Well, I'm not, I'm not even thinking about that right now. I know well, you have to. No, 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 no. I, I know you have to. You have to be that when you're an MSO. But yeah. But I'm. It's like my goal right now is just, just maybe get one day out of the week. Just one day. Huh? One day. That's that's where I don't have to worry about it. But right now, it's I'm gone on day. I worry about it because yeah. you know what's what's going on, and that's one of the things I got to work on myself too. Is is that? But once you have everything set in place, then no, there's no reason for you to have any worries. I mean, you know it's going to run smoothly. You know everything's going to get done. But yeah, maybe we still got work to do. Got a lot of work to do. Still got a lot of work to do, man. <laughs> All right, I'm almost out of wine. Still got enough there for Leanne to take <laughs> home. She she left us a pointer, and you know we only gave her half a cup. So take that home to her, man. I'll take it home now. <laughs> Another great episode in the books. Thanks, thanks for coming in. I really appreciate it. It's always your a time. pleasure. It's always a pleasure. Until next time. Maybe next time we'll talk about in, implementing four tens. That way you can take your week Ooh, home. Ooh, that's, that's, that's a good one. That's a good one right there. Yeah, Start we'll talking about, about that. It.